Hey gang, that's Holly. And that's Brooke. And this is the Macabre Cast. The second time. Part two. Not part two. <laughs> oh, not part two. Episode 15. <laughs> We're only saying that because we had to record this a second time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Nikon. Oh, Nikon. It's good though. We're getting better. Yes. Because actually the first time we recorded it, we fucked up like a lot of times. Oh yeah. So many times. And also, I mean, we could still go on the same tangent, but anyways. Yeah. Episode 15. I'm going to talk about teeth. Teeth, 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 teeth. I have a a love-hate relationship with teeth and I always have. Um, I don't like that I have to care for them. Mm-hmm. which is evident. I don't think anyone does, though. Yeah, I went to the dentist for the first time since 2016 yesterday, so... Mm-hmm. Um, it's important, and I'm going to mm-hmm. say it again, even though we just recorded this yep. and we had to redo it, but I'm proud of you for going because it's really important to go to the dentist, yeah. even though, um, like, you know, people think it's, like, optional. It's it's really not. It's really important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't like and feeling it's really ashamed hard. of myself. Yeah, and so it's like... <laughs> hard not to feel that way well, and even yeah. I feel that way and I have like really nice teeth yeah that well, sounds like super cocky but I just do my thing is never that I'm like ashamed of my teeth or anything or it's, what you're doing or, or what I'm doing it's always just I have like some really intense executive dysfunction around yeah, yeah. like uh caring for myself generally mm-hmm. like anything that has to do with mm-hmm. maintaining a healthy life mm-hmm. is really hard for my brain to like care about yeah. in any way shape or yeah. form yeah which like I've talked to my therapist about it I'm working on it it's, you but know I feel like a lot of people around our age also are having similar issues with that kind of thing mm-hmm. well yeah I mean we also surround ourselves with people who all have executive dysfunction no so. I just mean I think it's becoming more common but oh, that's yeah. also true <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, so, you know, there's always, like, a little bit of, like, I'm ashamed for even having this executive yeah. dysfunction. Yeah, yeah. which so, you shouldn't be. And no, it's, and I don't think I'm glad you went be, because but. it's important to go and just at least, like, you know. We've, we've come, I just said this to Holly the other day, but we've come to a place as, like, an evolved form of human that, like, there are things we can't, no matter how good your dental hygiene is going to be, there mm-hmm. are things that are going to happen anyways in your mouth, no matter how hard you try. Yeah. And so it's important to go to the dentist because y- your own form of preventative care that you do at home is not enough anymore. Yeah. And that's just like part of the way our bodies are. Well, and the like foods and drinks yeah, that foods we and drinks have that we in. eat and, and, yeah. um, I, um, for anybody who doesn't know this, uh, I work at a dental office. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's definitely not, like, my passion or anything. I just work there. Brooke's like, really passionate about teeth. No, I'm not. <laughs> Actually, I am. I have a lot of, like, really strong feelings about I know. teeth. Um, I've always been, like, super intense about dental. It's actually not true. Since, like, the end of high school, I got, like... I just, like, hyper-fixated on flossing every single day because I was so anxious about going to the dentist and... I was so scared that they, that I was going to feel ashamed that I decided one day I'm never going a day without flossing, which obviously I have since then and I do all the time. Yeah. But like for like all of a sudden one day I just decided that. Yeah. And then I just, I don't know, I just like became just obsessed. Did it. Yeah, I just did it. I don't know. Um, and anyway, I just work there. <laughs> it just so happens to be the job that I have right now. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm like, I guess I'm, like, an office manager. I don't know. Anyways, it's not my title, but whatever. 
Um, so I will be talking about Tooth Fairy folklore slash the origins of the Tooth Fairy because it's always something I've just been like confused about, I guess, growing up. Just like the topic of the Tooth Fairy has always been weird to me, I guess. Uh, just quick disclaimer though, before I say anything, if you are a child or if you have a child in the room while you're listening to this, first of all, why are you doing that? Yeah, this is not child-friendly. I, I am not a child-friendly person, Same. period. I'm just not. Yeah. It's something that everybody knows that's around me. I just don't really like children very much. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, but if you do have them around you while you're listening to this, this might not be one to Like, have maybe them. skip this episode and we'll see you on episode 16. Because I'm going to talk about... Unless you want to, like, crush their dreams. Yeah, I don't like... Like, I'm not the type of person... Like, I... I love traumatizing children. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, I... I believe in the importance of childlike wonder. And so, yeah. like, don't... We don't want to ruin that I don't want to ruin that for somebody. So just, like, that's all I'm going to say. Um, my sources for this episode, of course, fall a little bit on the wiki. Um, also, a couple websites that I've visited because of my job. Nice. <laughs> Which would be, um, weirdly, Seattle's Child is a magazine in Seattle. And we get them at the office a lot. And there's actually an article about Tooth Fairy History <laughs> by nice. Julie Hansen on there. So I read that one. Um... Smithsonian Magazine, um, there's an article called Jason, by Jason Daly, I think it's Daly or Daly. Um, it was called Witch Bottle Filled with Teeth Pins and Mysterious Liquid Discovered in English Chimney. Oh, um, so just like our last yeah, episode. Mentioned a little bit in last episode. Um, and that, that article talked a little bit about teeth things and then also about this witch bottle specifically. Also, an article on 123 Dentist. There was a lot of websites mm -hmm. that I came across that I had to, like, I wasn't using them as sources, but I just noticed that, like, dental offices, pediatric dental offices, like, all mm. these different, like, private dental offices will just yeah. have a tab on their website about it. That's kind of cool. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah. I just noticed, like, even, like, some in our area that I know about, like, that I know the, like, I know the dentist. I yeah. just thought it was interesting. Um, also, the website Ancient Origins, and then a couple, like, clips and episodes on the National Geographic YouTube channel. Um, specifically, there's a couple really, really good ones with Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's amazing. Nice. Um, and I actually sent these ones to my boss, and we had, a, like, a funny conversation about it. Um because he talks about how he dealt with the topic of the tooth fairy in his home with his children. Oh, okay. Um, and he's a scientist and his wife is like a, a scientist. I think she's a mathematician. Mm -hmm. um, and they talked about, it's a really interesting video where he, it's a small clip. He talks about how when his daughter lost her, her first tooth, she was like, what do I do? And he was like, well, we heard... Yeah. That this is a thing. And then they did it. And then the next day when the coin was there or whatever, um, she was like, look, the tooth fairy brought me money. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, how do you know that it was a tooth fairy? Yeah. And then it actually like struck up this scientific inquiry that she went on and like she yeah. did all these experiments. It's actually just like a really interesting video. Interesting. Where he talks about how like it's important to encourage that childlike wonder, but also encourage like scientific inquiry is really yeah. is a yeah. really really interesting video neil degrasse tyson is an awesome person as far as i know so mm. um very cool thing and um the other thing i was gonna say before we start is um what did you guys do when you were a kid 
with the tooth fairy. Um, did you have that? Like, was that a thing that people did when you were a kid? It was like for like a little bit for me. Do you think yeah. like you believed in it ever? I don't know if I'm being honest because I remember I distinctly remember like in first grade debating whether Santa was real with my friend. Yeah, I was anti Santa. You were one of those kids. Yeah, you were one of those. <laughs> well, I think what's funnier is that my friend had like his hard facts. This is a story I lived through, and there's no way Santa couldn't be real because this all happened and this is all true. Mm-hmm. We left to thing with my parents, and we came back, and they were gifts, so it must have been Santa. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like. Yes. Well, I don't know how to refute that point. That's, that's <laughs> well, fair. I don't know about that. When you're in first grade. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, fun story about the tooth fairy in my household. Yeah, please. Uh, <laughs> this is the part of my research where I wanted to actually, like, hear what you guys did as a kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we had, like, the very classic, like, you lose it, you brush your teeth so that when the tooth fairy picks up your tooth, she, like, actually takes it with her, because if it's not a good tooth, she'll leave it behind and won't give you any treats. Okay, interesting, because I um, never had that rhetoric, but I read about that. Yeah, so Same. we, that was, like, part of our, like, make sure you brush your mm-hmm, teeth so mm-hmm. that the tooth fairy is, like, will, can have a nice, pretty tooth to put into building her castle made of teeth. What? Um, You're joking. No. <laughs> I've never heard that before. I've my mom that, always told like, us. Only through, like, TV. Yeah, my mom always told us, like, she would take the tooth and then build it, build, like, it That's goes, so it goes onto up. her castle. I've never heard that before. And it needs to be pearly white. Um, and what the fuck? I've never heard Fucking that. elitist. Yeah, uh, but, so... <laughs> It's so weird. So we would put our teeth under the under the pillow, and then you did it under the pillow. Then yeah, under okay. the pillow, and we had Oops. we had little like um, tooth fairy bags for our teeth that it goes in, um, and then you put the little bag with the tooth in it under. Oh. Like okay. we had like little velvet pouches, okay. you know, okay. um, and then we put it under our pillow, and then in the morning there would be like. A dollar, or like a, a dollar, or like a toy, or something mm-hmm. under there. Like, like it wasn't always like cash. That's it was, so weird. Okay. It was sometimes they would just like put like yeah. a little present under yeah. there. But um, but yeah. And my mom had a story that she always told us that was that she like still holds on to to this day, Heather. even though <laughs> none of us believe in the tooth fairy anymore. But she like. Like, if you ask her about it, if I called her right now and asked her about the tooth fairy. You don't have to. She always calls when I'm with you. That's (laughs) true. But if if I did, she would say this exact same thing. She would would be adamant that the tooth fairy exists and that she knows for a fact that the tooth fairy exists because when she was a little girl, she was putting her tooth under her, like, pillow. And she woke up in the middle of the night and there was... A, a little fairy in her room that was dressed all in blue and was sparkly and it came into her room and she she it was the tooth fairy and she left something under her pillow was your mom on drugs uh, maybe i don't know <laughs> um but she like she like adamantly to this day like will not admit that the tooth fairy is not real and it's so frustrating that but, is super weird but yeah so that's Dedication. the story that we were told okay. and then my mom would keep the teeth in like her nightstand in like a box in yeah. her nightstand yeah okay we'll yeah. get to that but um and you did you put um, it under your pillow under pillow okay i think we got like a dollar or two okay okay the reason why i system. ask you know here's the, the reason why i ask <laughs> is because 
there's no the tooth fairy is one of the few like kid mythical being story activities that you that doesn't really have like strict rules and every family does it differently and there's no like because santa claus like people still do things differently but it's pretty like clear like he lives in the north pole this is what he looks like and he like brings you gifts and there's like the coal thing right yeah Yeah. before also another addition sorry um before we moved to hungary at, for reference for everyone else, after we moved to Hungary, everything kind of went downhill childhood-wise. So um, <laughs> so my parents stopped doing certain things because it was right. it was too much work. Yeah. Um, but before we moved to Hungary, when I was a small child, whenever we left a tooth for the tooth fairy in the morning, we would wake up and there would be a glitter trail to our Wow, as well. that's very that's dedicated. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, there's no, like, rules. Yeah. And I feel like it's kind of unique that there's no decided upon thing because yeah. everything that you said and everything... Or you didn't get to finish. Wait, did you no, finish? Yeah, you finished. Okay. So, like, mine's completely different. Yeah. First of all, maybe, like... Jesus. I hope that's not picking up on the mic. She's just playing. No, she's good. Um... I never received more than a dollar, first of all. The yeah. fact that you guys received paper money mm-hmm. is, like, unheard of to me. It was, like, a quarter for me, by mm-hmm. the way. Which, uh, there's actually statistics that you can look up on how uh, tooth, fairy, tooth fairy payouts have gone, like, increased over time. Oh, yeah. And you can, there's a chart. You, you want to know how much Juliana would get? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Juliana is my little sister who is 11 years younger than me. Um, she would get ten dollars. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. To or me. twenty. She one yeah. time got twenty dollars, and my mom was really mad about it. Yeah, because shocker, it, it wasn't a, it wasn't my mom's choice. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> uh, I just think it's interesting. So like, I also never put mine under the pillow, and I don't know if it was just because like, I think it grossed me out as a kid. But I don't know. But we used to put it on like our bedside table edge, or like mm-hmm. on our the windowsill next to the bed always and I don't know I, I honestly also childhood things for me kind of blurry a little bit yeah, I actually don't remember a lot fine. Um, so I, I should have asked my mom but I don't remember what I did at my mom's house with the tooth mm-hmm. like where I put it but I remember at um, my biological father's house quote unquote um, that I put it in a little cup of water oh I don't like that. Yeah. So that he could just drink it? I don't know. I don't know. And and then the coin would be in it at oh. the bottom. I don't like, like that. Like, replace it. I don't know why. Um, and I also don't, I don't remember, like, as a child, if I ever thought it was, like, a life-size person. Like, you suggested, Holly, that you were told it was a small fairy. Yeah. Like, I, everybody has a different iteration of what it looked like. Yeah. And I don't think I ever had an actual conception of what it looked like, because I don't think I ever believed in it for real. I definitely believed in it for real. Well, I understandable with what your mom said. Yeah. I stopped believing in it for real for, you know, at a normal age. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think I ever actually believed in it. Yeah. I don't think it... Well, you also never believed in a lot of things. That's fair. I believed in Santa Claus. That's true. For a while. 
This is why you shouldn't be listening to this if you have children in the room. Yeah, don't don't ruin them like this. Because I'm not the like listen. I'm about to like you know drop some truth on children like any day, any time. But I'm not gonna do that about like Santa Claus. No, because that's just mean. Yeah, Yeah. like why? That's like cruel, honestly. Like let them have joy. Yeah, while they can. Or any other thing that they believe. Like I'm not. Let kids be kids. I'll tell adults that they're dumb, but I won't tell. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Any day. I love telling adults they're dumb. Yeah. So, like, a child is a child, and, like, you shouldn't be having, again, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have beef with a child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You shouldn't have beef with a child. End of story. Oh, sorry. I hit my mic. It's all over. Oh, no. Okay. Secondary question for you guys. Were you afraid of losing your teeth as a child? No. I actively wanted to. Same. I would rip them out of my skull Same. as soon as they were able. I, I felt lame because I didn't lose my teeth as early as some people, and I was like, I wanted to lose my teeth already. Uh, were you dentally I, delayed? I don't think so. It was like like earlier in the same year of school oh, okay. kind of thing. And like I remember getting a loose tooth and wiggling the shit out of it all the time. Yeah, I like couldn't stand the sensation of it in my mouth, which is very neurodivergent of me. Mm-hmm. I like couldn't handle it, and so I would I would sit in my room in front of the mirror and I Wiggle would rip it, it out slowly and then I would come downstairs with my hand covered in blood and I'd be like mom look I lost my tooth and my mom would be my mom who's afraid like can't my mom who can see like be around a vet thing any day but cannot see human blood at all would just like pass out yeah like my mom can't see human blood she faints as soon as she sees it I would keep mine in my mouth for a while because Lindsay hated them and that's not surprising at all. Yeah, and so I would do the thing, particularly if it was one of my front teeth. Wait, did she hate loose teeth? Oh, she did you hated do the blowing thing. Yeah, yeah, she hated loose teeth. She hate she hated anything having to do with like blood or like loose teeth or like anything weird body related. Mm-hmm. Um, it would make her feel sick. And so me being the middle child, I would. Um, wait until my tooth got like super super wiggly mm-hmm. and then I would do the like blowing in and out thing mm-hmm. so that it wiggles on its own in front yeah. of her face and she would yell at me. That's so funny because <laughs> I never let my teeth get that wiggly. Never. In my life. I did mostly to bother her. Yeah. It's... <laughs> That's so funny. Sorry Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I ask that too is because a lot of people now like kids now are like really scared of it and I don't know if that was true when I was a kid too but I wasn't. Wait, they were I mean, scared of getting loose teeth? Like yeah, like a lot of kids now, because I work at a pediatric dental office, which is yeah. ironic because I don't like children. Um, <laughs> but um, a lot of kids are like really scared when their teeth get wiggly now. Oh, I mean that's how Thomas was. My I brother. just don't. It's yeah. just interesting to me because I wasn't like that. Yeah, I wasn't. And either, I don't think but... my brothers were either. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just think it's interesting. Yeah. I wanted to kind of preface what I'm gonna say with what what our context was. Yeah. Because yeah. every literally every thing that you read it's like different mm-hmm. whether the the gender of the tooth fairy is never identified but often it is associated with females because yeah. fae fairies is like a girly thing you know yeah. mm-hmm. even though in like historical fae like it's yeah. not gendered you know but yeah. then like when we were kids there were two prominent movies where the tooth fairy was a male yeah the one with the rock yeah which i never seen it's because a great i don't movie. because Wait, i don't like the like? rock the Tooth Fairy. It's just called The Tooth Fairy? Yeah. yeah I don't like The Rock. Not life. anything personal. He just irritates me. Um, and then the other one is the Santa Claus movies. Oh, yeah. The mm-hmm. Tooth Fairy is a male in those ones, too. Oh, yeah. That's right. Just interesting. Mm-hmm. Stuff about, like, that, the, you know, of course, 
our brains have decided it's a woman because yeah. we like to gender things, even mm-hmm. though gender doesn't make sense and is not real. Um, <laughs> anyway. Going back to, like, what I thought as a kid, I don't think I ever believed in it, and I've always kind of thought as I've grown up that it's kind of creepy. Yeah. It's weird. Mainly yeah. because my mom kept all of our teeth and still has all of them. Mine did, That's too, and weird. mine also still has and them. And my mom told me that I can have them. I just need to find a really good jar to put them in, and then I'm going to put them on my shelf. All of I'm Because she says she doesn't... The, gross, the most cursed thing about what my mom did is oh, that no. they're all in the same box together, mingled. Oh, no. So she oh. doesn't know whose teeth are whose, which I think is gross. Like, oh, that's worse. The funniest yeah. part is that, like, my, I was like, I used to be grossed out that my mom kept them, and now I'm glad because I'm going to make a ring out of one of my teeth. Nice. I'm so excited. But the problem is I went to look and find one that I wanted to use, and she was like, well, I don't know which ones are yours, Daniels, or Dukes. And I was like huh? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, they're all in the same box. And I was like, what is wrong with you? Oh, so like, <laughs> why do people, why do we feel the need to keep the teeth? Too? It's hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. So anyway, I'm going to make a ring out of it. Nice. Also, a side note story is that my grandpa had like a really gnarly adult tooth with like big roots that he had like kept after like an oral surgery. Mm-hmm. And he had it in this in the in the den of my grandparents house which was like where he had all of his like old cool stuff yeah and where they had one of the first computers that i ever interacted with Amazing. as well where i would play zoo tycoon <laughs> <laughs> and the darby game <laughs> um but he had it in there and i used to always go in there when i had friends over to my grandparents house and i would be like look at this and i would scare my friends with it because i liked to scare them when i was a because yeah. nice. I was that child. Yeah. That who makes was like sense. not scared of things, but then like my friends were, and then I would go scare them yeah. with the tooth. And I'm I'm gearing up to ask him if I can have it because I really want to make it into a necklace. Nice. Like so badly. Nice. Because I've loved that tooth ever since I was a child. I used to always go look at it. It was love at first sight. Yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I love my grandpa. <laughs> Anyways, so I've always found it kind of creepy. Now we're actually going to talk about things. So sorry to everyone who just sat through that entire boring commentary of (laughs) my life (laughs) it was relevant um but i don't think i ever really believed in it um but i've always found it satisfying to lose a tooth when i was a kid Mm -hmm. and it's weird to me now that i feel like most of the kids that come into the office are scared to like wiggle out their tooth and i think they're just scared of the blood probably well and the pain but see i didn't think that it hurt but also I don't experience pain. I know you don't. So never mind. I know neither of you. Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. See, at that point in my childhood, I still experienced pain, so I do remember it hurting a bit. Now that I'm in these meds, too, I don't experience, like, any pain. I know. Except for emotional. (laughs) Okay, anyways. (laughs) So let's get into the history, then. Hell yeah. Some history of the Tooth Fairy can be linked to pagan rituals and Norse beliefs, and I be- my personal thought is that that's where the, like, very Western American Tooth Fairy tradition of that children have, it, it's mostly from this, I think. Yeah. Um, it ain't that deep, to be honest. Okay. I'm kind of disappointed. Great. <laughs> um, I think this makes sense largely, like, that, like, the Western culture would, like, take from, like, pagan Norse and, like, claim it as their own, because they yeah. do that a lot. Um christianity what yeah uh 
I would say especially since actual references to the Tooth Fairy as a character or a person can only be traced to the last about 100 and 150 years. Oh, interesting. Which is really recent. Yeah. As mm-hmm. I stated in the last episode, I believe everything that happened post-1900 is pretty recent. A lot of sources suggest that the first appearance actually occurred due... Or the first appearance and the first time people really started utilizing that in the home occurred due to an article in the Chicago Daily Tribune on September 27th, 1908. Oh. Specifically, where they suggested the practice itself. The Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Where, like, literally they, like, they, like, just said this is a thing and yeah. now people your, do it like do they say it as like a like i a, think it was like a suggestion like try this out with your kids yeah, yeah okay. pretty much okay just trick them although it wasn't it wasn't ever like in the in the note it's not implied that it's not real either oh amazing <laughs> <laughs> I, so it was just someone like my mom who like yeah. got to their adulthood and was like you all need to be spreading the word. Yeah, the good word. <laughs> the word of the tooth fairy. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird, right? Yeah. yeah. And 1908 weird. is not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's only like a little bit over 110 years ago. I would have expected it to be like, like have a long, long history. Yeah, yeah. you would think, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really, which is kind of interesting. And I will interject here to kind of what I a little bit said this, but this came up in the Halloween episode where we talked a lot about Samhain. Yeah. Um, but it's also, I have I know I mentioned it in the Yule Lads episode. I've mentioned it a lot. I think you have too. Where a lot of traditions that um, are currently observed in Western countries in the U.S. Yeah. Um, are like appropriated pagan traditions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oftentimes like wrongfully claimed or repurposed by like christian rhetoric yeah and normally it was because they were like we like this tradition so we're gonna steal it but we want to demonize pagans so we're gonna like demonize them and then also steal their shit yeah um you know just really casual yeah you know so um i just like i think that this has a little bit to do with that kind of going into the um the big example, um, which actually comes from the Eddas. Okay. Um, and the, the Eddas are um, the traditional sources of medieval skaldic traditions. Okay. Um, and Norse mythology. It's like um, books, essentially. Oh, okay. Um, and they're, they were recorded in the 13th century in Icelandic and are used now heavy, heavily by historical scholars um, when referencing medieval lore. Because they are, like, the original recordings of what we know as Norse mythology. Oh, interesting. And, like, um, skaldic um, traditions, cool. which is really cool. Yeah. A lot of, like, what we associate, even just, like, visually and what we see in, like, media that's set in medieval times. Yeah. A lot of that imagery is is taken from the, the what we know from the Eddas. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about the Eddas. Maybe a topic for another time. Yeah. But... Um, it's really fascinating. Um, one tooth related to tradition actually does show up in the Eras, and it's called Tanfe. Okay. Um, Tanfe is a northern European tradition in which children are paid when they lose their first tooth, mm-hmm. and it's literally translated as tooth fee. Okay. Tanfe. That makes sense. Um, <clears throat> in these traditions, it's said that children's teeth are actually good luck. And carrying them with you can increase your luck during battle okay. in times of war. And so they would essentially, like, get their kids to give them their teeth, and they would, like, keep them. That's kind of 
scary. <laughs> yeah. And so I wonder if maybe that's like this weird innate thing in our brains that's making us like our parents hoard our teeth. <laughs> You know? Yeah, just like the, like, the why... generational trauma thing, yeah. but for teeth keeping. Yeah. <laughs> well, but like, you know, there there's like, uh, like inertia. Like there's yeah. a um, innate need for humans to do certain things, and we don't know why. And, yeah. I, and I feel like, <laughs> like I've always wondered, Mom, why did you put all of our teeth into a tiny box uh, together intermingled cursed yeah and then just like put them in your bedside table drawer and keep them there forever for me to once discover while I was going through her drawers for fun yeah as a child yeah well and the fact that like it's like what are you gonna do with the teeth yeah and and, like I'm listen I'm glad she kept them for like she's had them for like I'm 25 like that (laughs) like damn (laughs) That's a long time. Yeah, and I, like, definitely lost my tooth a little, quote-unquote, early because as soon as they got wiggly, I was ripping them out. Yeah. And, like, you know, I've heard lots of other people that did that, and I'm glad she kept them now because I want to have them. I think it's funny. But I just think it's interesting Mm -hmm. that, like, they kept them, we keep them now, but we don't have a reason for keeping them. Yeah, there's no real good reason for a bunch of parents across the world to have a box of children's teeth. I even, like, understand more. You know, a lot of um, people will keep, like, a little lock of hair from their baby's first haircut, and to me, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're, like, you put it in their, quote-unquote, baby book or, like, whatever. (laughs) My mom has a lock of my my first haircut but it's be- in my like baby book mm-hmm. because but it's because I cut my own hair um I hid under a table and cut my hair with scissors and then the hair that she has of mine is also mixed with our cat's hair That's because gross. I was under the table so you then cut your cat's hair cut I I was holding the cat hostage and cut their <gasps> hair too and <laughs> you were a little okay fun fact about Holly Holly was a little demon child oh yeah she found me hiding under there cutting my hair and the cat's hair that's hilarious <laughs> by the way that's also How funny because you? you have like really short hair now and I your know. mom never wanted you to cut your yeah. hair shorter than your shoulders yeah. because Christianity and being scared of gender. Yeah. I think I was probably like two or three. Yeah. Solid. Nice motor skills using scissors at two and three. <laughs> I yeah. Because it was before we even moved to Linden and we moved to Linden when I was four. Wow. So. That's actually amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Wilding. <laughs> Anyways. I don't think I was supposed to have the scissors. Really? <laughs> I don't think you were. I don't think you were supposed to know how to use them either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anywho. So they believed that it was good luck to take, they would wear them on necklaces. Um, and actually, if you watch TV shows like Vikings or like other, that's like the show Vikings or yeah. other TV shows about Vikings or, th- or other like medieval times things, like they'll have teeth like on necklaces. It's like pretty common. Interesting. Um... I, I would say, like, a lot of, like, Scandinavian Viking, like, warriors and battles, like, they would wear the teeth necklaces, and that's where I've seen that imagery come up in, like, more modern media. Yeah. Um, but it's a thing. They believed it was lucky. <laughs> I, I don't know what, what luck from a child's dirty mouth, because I can't imagine that these children's teeth were that clean. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sure these children were having the peak dental care you know maybe they were because i have seen some gnarly shit at my job oh no it's actually so funny uh (laughs) 
it is from this tradition of Tandfei, though, that um, teeth were kind of developed as a symbol of luck in just general medieval beliefs. Okay. Um, but it was from, like, the luck during the battle, originally. Okay. Um, other superstitions that I found mainly from that area, um, geographically, uh, regarding children's teeth <laughs> are just kind of funny. In, in England, at one point, you were instructed to burn or, in some sources, bury your teeth. Um, your baby teeth. Uh, or they call them milk teeth. I, I don't like that. Oh, that, that phrase. No, that's bad. It's also not what you're supposed to call them. So <laughs> I hate it. That's gross. I'm glad it's wrong. It's because yeah. it's while you're, like, oh. breastfeeding. It's not, right? though, because you don't... You're not supposed to... I will take... You're not supposed to breastfeed once they have teeth, but... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're supposed to stop breastfeeding, in my opinion, after age one. But yeah. I have physically seen a seven-year-old boy, mm. not that gender matters, but a seven-year-old boy nurse before at my job. And it was like the that. worst thing I've ever seen just, in my entire life. Seven years old That's is way too yeah. old to be breastfeeding. It's, inappro- it's, it's inappropriate because... There's a point where a child knows too much yeah. about the world. Well, and also, do do you want your child to get made fun of? Yeah, it's cruel. And <laughs> in, and the other thing about it, too, is what, like, because I've never had a child, and I've never experienced this sensation of breastfeeding, and I never want to, but um, a lot of my um, people, like coworkers especially, that I know that have... Mm-hmm said that they hated it because they never felt like they had their they had the agency of their own body yeah. because they had to constantly be at the whim yeah. of mm-hmm. what they're which is fine and they were like I was happy to do it but there's a point where you want to have control of your own body again yeah and when that really resonated with me when my my friend said this to me because I was like wow I never thought about how you just don't have the autonomy anymore yeah because like it's a sacrifice basically that you're willing to make because it's your child and you want to provide them like yeah and you're also like but allowed to stop making that yeah. sacrifice at any point yeah but like it should be temporary yeah it shouldn't it's be it's intended yeah. to be temporary it's, yeah. the same sense that milk cow's milk is not intended to be drunk by human beings yeah i will say it again it That's is true. not it yeah. is for baby cows yeah that's probably why so many people are lactose intolerant shocker um it is very yummy though in cheese it is uh, i do love cheese <laughs> i thought you were gonna say milk and i was like disgusting <laughs> but drinking regular milk anyways yeah seven-year-olds cool. breastfeeding no yeah. also probably really bad for your teeth it's super bad for your teeth because we even tell like at my job um when we're doing an appointment with like an infant mm-hmm. or a child that's still breastfeeding and it makes sense that they're breastfeeding. Yeah. Um, I would say socially it's, like, accepted under three, which I think yeah. is understandable. I just don't think I could personally ever last more than a year, and I never will because I'm never having children, but no. still. Um, but people will often, like, you know, babies need to breastfeed multiple times a day. Yeah. And if we find out that sometimes they, a baby will be breastfeeding at nighttime, like, when they're sleeping... We tell parents, well, you need to, like, brush their teeth or wipe their teeth off afterwards because there's so much sugar in yeah. breast milk. Mm-hmm. It's super bad for your baby's teeth. Yeah. And a lot mm-hmm. of people who breastfeed to an age that they shouldn't, in my opinion, mm-hmm. again, in my opinion, 
I'm not going to tell anybody what to do, but in my opinion, <laughs> those kids always have cavities. <laughs> yeah. And to be clear to everyone listening, our conversation, it has nothing to do with like whether or not people should be breastfeeding like in a public place because oh my god I think that please do I think I think you should be fully you be. allowed to breastfeed in a public place. yeah it has nothing to do with no. that like it, it is like an amazing thing that the like that a like like that, a female body can do you know, yeah whatever that, that um, people well it's not even gender specific it's actually. not actually yeah. because men can lactate as yeah. well and sometimes sympathy lactate when their wives have babies yeah yeah um but yeah, no, it it is but it, it it's is very amazing. Women, yeah, though. it's very amazing that bodies can do that and also it shouldn't be sexualized. It's not sexualized. Yeah, so. but but and part of the problem with a 7-year-old breastfeeding is the fact that the world socially does sexualize it. Yeah. Even though breasts are not a sexual organ, yeah. but anyways, this doesn't have anything to do with that. But I just Again, it's also like I want everyone to do what they want to do, but I do. I'm I am not gonna not say my opinion on no, it. No, I so. agree, uh, <laughs> and I agree with your opinion. Yeah, that, that's all I'm gonna say there. I just don't want someone to be like I do this and get mad. Yeah, because you're allowed to do whatever you want. I just disagree. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, back to burning teeth. Yeah, you'd have to get some pretty hot. Like it'd have to be hot to burn the teeth, right? Yeah, like hotter um, than calcium. They'll like burn yeah. break yeah. apart if you do that, and they'll like pop, like popcorn. Yeah, kind of. I um, hate that. Not like get bigger or anything, but they just like break apart. <laughs> I you know. know they don't get bigger. Well, one time a girl came in and was like, "My tooth like like cracked, but it wasn't in my mouth anymore." And I was like, "Well, did you have it sitting on a hot windowsill?" And she was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, "Well, that there you go, science." Is <laughs> <was> a teenager. <laughs> wild <laughs> yeah anyways so some you were apparently in, in some parts of england you were um instructed to burn or bury your baby teeth <laughs> grow a baby teeth tree um, and the reason for this was actually because they believed that if you if you um if you lost your tooth or if someone else got it or or if you didn't dispose of it entirely like yeah. if you didn't like completely get rid of it um Like, your afterlife would be plagued with you searching for your teeth forever in eternity. Oh, I don't like that. So you were basically preventing your afterlife from hardship by disposing of your teeth in a, in a yeah. quote-unquote, like, decided-for way or, like, a, yeah. a, like, the right way. If you did that, then you were preventing your, pa- your future dead self from yeah. going through the hardship of spending eternity looking for your tooth looking for your baby teeth yeah i mean that makes sense because of the because at that like they're bones so it's like you need to have all of your bones buried together yeah. in mm-hmm. order to rest yeah. well and easy you know yeah so like that makes sense but. yeah so they they were um <laughs> you know suggesting that that you need all of your bones and that that even though even when it's not in your body anymore which i think is quite interesting they it it somehow contains a part of your life source yeah which it, we we know or we think we know it's not true um but <laughs> um other similar traditions called for you to throw them into the air um which actually scholars have connected to vestigial paganism and the custom of sun offerings oh, okay um I've also seen that you're supposed to sprinkle your tooth with salt, 
and like leave it on a dish um and salt has like um in paganism and in a lot of traditions it's considered uh, an, an element of protection yeah um and you were essentially protecting the tooth from being wronged in some way and therefore your own spirit being wronged interesting um in addition this is where kind of the witches thing comes in um you know in in um old timey england we'll say Mm -hmm. you know the people were very scared of of witches um (laughs) the witch trials witch trials (laughs) etc etc um but um it is said that if a witch got a hold of your tooth it they can take complete control of you with a spell you involving your own bones oh damn hence the the implication that your your teeth and, and parts of your body contain like a, a part of your life source yeah. when it's not attached to you anymore um so you're sent the witches would essentially like quote unquote the witches <laughs> would take the tooth and then sort of like in um like in voodoo having like a voodoo doll yeah um like enchant the tooth in a way where you could control their entire being through the connection of the tooth and in in their time what we would call now like through the dna oh isn't that interesting yeah yeah um to like link yourself which i mean i can understand i get the rationale behind it yeah i can understand that um because like sometimes i think about like a piece of wood and I'm like this was a tree mm-hmm. and then I like think about how like like I have gone and met up parts of my mind before and thought of yeah. like the life source of something like existing beyond its life existence yeah even though I don't believe in the afterlife just like um like spirits I guess I believe in spirits mm-hmm. um so I don't know I just think it's interesting yeah <laughs> uh People often created talismans to ward off witches, which you mentioned in the last episode. Um, these were known as witch bottles, but there mm-hmm. are many different ways that you can do this. So just one of the common ones was a witch bottle. Um, I guess another common way to do it was a boot, according to Holly. Yeah. Uh, I think, well, the boot wasn't for witches. No, it, it was, was for, like, um, like demons. Yeah, and it was stuff. for demons. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you know, um, anything that, w- that was non-Christian. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but there, there's a, this article from the Smithsonian, oh my God, Smithsonian, I need to eat something, uh, uh, has this really cool article where they would, they talk about it, but they found one and there's these really cool pictures. So, um, nice. Find that article. It's really fascinating. Yeah. Um, but reportedly witch bottles, they would fill with teeth, sometimes urine, Mm -hmm. um, and the reason why they would use those things is because that was what was the bait okay. for the witch or the demon. Essentially, what we've been discussing are like your life sources in the tooth. And so they're coming to possess it or to capture yeah. it, to capture a part of you, essentially. Um, so they would put those things in as bait, but then they would line the inside of the bottle or fill the bottle with needles normally. Yeah. Um, and, and metal spikes, which I guess are needles. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. And this would then 
bring the witch inside of it and trap it inside because okay. the the urine or, or teeth would draw in and then it would get stuck on the the spikes the spikes on its way out which i think is fucking hilarious because that's how you catch like fruit flies yeah or like crawdads yeah you in, like in crab pots and stuff you like put something down at the bottom that they like and then make it hard to get out yeah it's yeah. fucking yeah. funny to me like we we make witch bottles all the time for fruit flies <laughs> that's true it's so funny <laughs> so fucking funny to me <laughs> also i love that that people were like i hate witches how dare they concoct something that traps me and then meanwhile they're concocting something to trap the witches and i'm yeah, like you are a exactly. witch now <laughs> like you're that in like it's so fu- i agree yeah. because it's like uh, in my own foray into paganism that I've kind of done over the last couple years, yeah, a lot of quote unquote witch like acts, yeah, are for protection, mm-hmm. like this exact thing, yeah. So it's like you're 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 hating it, but you're also doing. You're it. like actively doing <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. You just don't like them because they're women, anyways. Uh, <laughs> I will say a little nod I'll do towards another tooth fairy that's been depicted in the media is the really, really good movie um, called Rise of the Guardians. Oh, yeah. Which I didn't know was based on a book. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I love that movie, though. Like, it's actually a book series. Um, It's a great movie. And that fairy in that book Mm -hmm. is the reason why she's collecting the teeth is because they hold the stories of your childhood. Yeah, I love that. And I like that because that connects to this idea that your teeth hold this innate sense of yourself. Yeah. Which I think is really interesting. Um, And I just wanted to nod to that because I found out that it's a book series. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting. But it's like all about all of the the guardians, quote unquote, the guardians of children. I loved Jack Frost. Uh, You are that... You are so that person. Yeah. That is so Holly. My favorite thing to do is decide. Like, one day, I fucking cornered you, and I was like, for those of you who understand this, I just need you to know I love you. Holly's the type of person who, in in the past, past Holly would have romanced Harvey from Stardew Valley. I wouldn't, Yes, you would have. I told you I would not have. She would have. Younger me would not have liked that. I was, I was like, freshman year college Holly would have. I just know it. Freshman year college, Holly did not have anything in her head except for surviving. Exactly. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Okay, we can cut that out anyways. (laughs) So here's, at this point, sort of, with this knowledge, here's what I want to know. Why would anyone connected to Norse myth or people, like, or people influenced by this region ever imply that Faye would be a child-safe icon? That's what doesn't make sense to me yeah, about this true. entire concept. Because, at least from what I know in, like, Irish folklore, yeah. fae are bad. They're well, not bad. Not fell, bad, right? but bad, just dangerous. But dangerous. Yeah. Bad for children. They mm-hmm. are dangerous. They're not bad. They are, they are a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. And, it do- and, and you're not encouraged to approach fae as yeah. a child mm-hmm. or interact with them. Or give them anything, things, <laughs> unless you're offering and giving them an offering. Yeah. And you most certainly are not supposed to take things that are from them. Yeah. So I don't understand why 
anybody connected to Norse myth or people influenced by myth in that region would ever imply that the children of today's society should be trusting a fey creature. You know what it is? The person who wrote that to, like, get people to to mm-hmm. follow this mm-hmm. was a fey. Was a fey. Yeah. <laughs> that wrote the article in the Chicago yeah. Tribune? Probably. They were, and they, they were, were like, haha, this is how I'm gonna get them. Honestly, that... that is a really, really, really apt suggestion. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I mean, honestly, pop off, Faye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I don't believe in a lot of things. If I saw a fairy circle, I wouldn't I wouldn't go in it. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. Because it's it, it toes the line for me of I don't know for sure, and I'm too scared to find I, out. I just, I don't want to fuck around and find out. Yeah, that's something, that, <laughs> there's a lot of things I'm, I'm ready to fuck around and find out if there's a hell, because I'm going, but I'm, I'm not ready to fuck around and find out if a fairy is going to, like, curse me because I step in a fairy circle. Yeah, my, I guess my, my line with fucking around and finding out is, um, if it's, if it's something that is the afterlife and it doesn't really have any bearing on my current life then yeah i'll fuck that's around so and fucking find real out. to me if i'm gonna get cursed in my current life no thank you same yeah <laughs> the existentialism of it all <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but as we know getting back on topic again this this is a chaotic episode but we can we all love it it's fun. yeah um fae in the traditional sense is something to be feared but i would say it's most likely like the reason why it's called the tooth fairy is literally just with a translation issue of tanned fae yeah or tanned fae meaning because it's f-e with an with an asterisk yeah or what is this called accent accent i can't keep forgetting that word um and it sounds like fae f-a-e yeah or F-E-I. There's lots of different ways you can spell it. Um, but anyway, I, that's pro- most likely where the tooth fairy, quote unquote, came from. Yeah. As far as our context with it. Um, slight tangent here. I was looking into Fay and details regarding, like, they them as, like, a res- respect-fear yeah. relationship. I started making connections between the Christian takeover and subsequent demonization of pagan ritual. Mm-hmm. And Faye, in my thoughts that I kind of came across, may or may not have been something to fear in this time, or medieval time, but pagan ritual would imply it comes from a, you know, it comes from a need to respect and offer kindness to nature and nature's deities. Yeah. But, like, Catholic, and especially in Ireland, like, Catholic fear of demons that took over that area, mm-hmm. and I wrote here, especially in Ireland, yeah. <laughs> melded with pagan tradition, probably, oh, interesting. to create, like, a more demonic being. So, yeah. this is just sort of my musings on what I re- was reading about, but I wonder if there's a connection between what we know about Fae now... And what we've been saying about, like, fear them, treat yeah. them with respect, whether or not that actually is more related to the fact that Catholicism... Yeah, whether it's, like, a... Has a, an obsession with, like, demonizing. Yeah, whether it's because of, like, the synchronism between the religions mm-hmm. or if it's actually, like, yeah. how it was. 
It'd be interesting, I think, to do, like, a full episode on the Fae. Oh, yeah. It's on my list. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Totally. Fae, I'm very fascinated by Fae. Yeah, because I, I think that that would be, like, really interesting to look more mm-hmm. into. Yeah. It's just something I was thinking about, like, because I was trying to answer the question for myself of why would they ever choose this creature for children to be yeah. affected by. Yeah. You know, because if you're choosing, like, a figure to be in a child's life you would want it to be a good figure and not necessarily they're bad but you you wouldn't choose it to be something that they feared necessarily however the yule lads would imply that you would choose something to fear but in our western context i mean you said it's so that you made your teeth clean but that's not necessarily true for all people that's true so i don't there isn't an innate connection to the tooth fairy like desiring that your teeth be clean yeah well and there's the there's also like different views in like the u.s like the u.s context of fairies is like very different than the fae Mm -hmm. which are like like it's just very different whereas like well it comes from that it's just a very crude but like if you ask like any small child right now about fairies they're like oh they're so great they're so cute and Mm -hmm. little pretty and they bring you gifts and they're adorable Mm -hmm. you know like it's like Mm -hmm. they're glittery and they're nice Mm -hmm. and so like that concept of fairies is just very different than the fae too so like there's it's interesting how things have changed in some way yeah around that it I just find that kind of change over history just like so fascinating so thank you for going on that little side tangent with me I just find that to be really interesting like why why Mm -hmm. why would they choose that you know why 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 Why? (laughs) Uh, I wanted to talk about a couple international traditions for tooth fairies because shut the fuck up about western tradition fuck that shit Although the only really, really good one I could find was um, from Spanish-speaking countries. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't find any conclusive example for more, like, Asian locations. Mm-hmm. I meant to ask my coworker Mari, but I forgot. Um, but with, like, the way communication globally has increased over the last 100 years I feel like a lot of people now don't probably have like a lot of western tradition has seeped into oh yeah you know over time and and so I I don't know if maybe she would have been able to give me a good answer but I did see some things about um throwing teeth onto your roof okay or um that your top teeth needed to be thrown up and your bottom teeth needed to be thrown to the ground interesting after uh, things like that but I didn't find any conclusive yeah um like stories yeah um from other from a lot of more like eastern locations okay quote unquote um the only three good examples i have i have one from france i have one from finland um that's like super specific that's not tanfe okay that's just different and it kind of reminded me of the ulads and then there's this um spanish-speaking countries originating in spain but very prevalent in Chile, Peru, and Mexico. Okay. Um, that one's my favorite, and I'm really excited to tell you that. But I'll tell you France first. So according to many reports, France instead has a little mouse. Oh, Yeah. Cute. The mouse will quietly sneak into your home while rolling a stack of coins with it. 
when they find a child with the with you know a lost tooth uh, they collect the baby tooth and they leave the coin behind. That's cute. It's a very similar to what we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a mouse. Um, this mouse, show, well, this mouse and another mouse we're going to talk about later is referenced in the Rise of the Guardians movie. There's a part where they're in a, where the part towards the end where they're helping her collect the teeth because mm-hmm. all of her tooth fairy babies are like, dying or something and they're all going around there's a part where they show a mouse doing it and it's referencing the international tradition of a mouse instead of a fairy that's which i think is really cool that that they referenced it because they reference it when they're in another country yeah one of these i don't remember if it was france or if it was in a spanish-speaking country Mm because it's it's a mouse in theirs as well nice um but most people link the one in france to a 17th century fairy tale by I don't, I can, I, French, French is a language I don't understand. <laughs> I can butcher it harder for you. Yeah, do you want to? Yeah. How's it spelled? Can I just look at it? I think it's just Dulno. Baroness Dulno. Uh, Dulno. <laughs> right? Dulno. <laughs> um, Les Français. Anyways, the Baroness. To the FL. <laughs> Wow, your accent though. Les Français. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, for some reason, French. Les Marseilles. I could never. I could physically never. Don't it doesn't know. make sense to me. I, I hate it. Make me it, like when I look at it, it makes me angry. I just think it's really funny. And yeah, I know well, that French people don't like the, how funny I yeah. find it, but that's okay with me. French people hate Nikon. <laughs> French people hate them. Find out this one little trick. <laughs> Bonus episode about why French people hate Nikon. Actually, never mind. We don't need to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the Baroness of this name that Nikon loves saying um, wrote this fairy tale. It was called The Good Little Mouse. Cute. And in this story, a fairy... Mm-hmm actually a fairy, turns into a mouse to help the queen defeat an ev- her evil king. Mm-hmm. And to do so, the mouse, ter- fairy-turned-mouse, hides under the king's pillow at night. And then when he's sleeping, it steals all of his teeth while he's sleeping. From inside of his yeah, mouth? Yeah, from inside of his mouth. God damn. That's brutal. Yeah, it's fucked up. I That's love it. brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, an, like, adult teeth. Yeah. Ripping mm-hmm. that... I've watched my boss, the doctor, I've watched her, like, remove a child's tooth and, like, the way the physical body will, like, move when you're, like, pulling a a rooted tooth out, like, is so fucked up. I can't imagine with an adult tooth, with the way your roots are so long and established, haunting. And the fact that the mouse would be anywhere near your mouth scares me. Anyways. Damn. (laughs) Um, In Spanish-speaking countries... Namely, uh, like I said, in I believe it started in Spain, um, but um, it's apparently also common in Chile and Peru and in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, but say hello to El Ratoncito Perez. Oh. <laughs> or Raton Perez. Oh. I love him. He's so handsome. He's always in like a very dapper suit. Ooh, There's excellent. pictures of him and stuff. Oh, I'm um, Googling him right yeah. now. Yeah. Actually, Hold that, because I want. I have specific pictures I want you to see. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, Holding off. 
Similar to in France, this little mouse also visits at night to take your baby teeth in exchange for gifts of gratitude. Mm, okay. Um, the origin of Raton Perez, <laughs> I'm going to say that every time because I think it's a good name. It's yeah. a great name. Um, can be linked to Spanish folklore written by Luis Coloma, okay. who is an, an, like an author that I believe I actually have heard that name before, mm-hmm. um, in 1894. It is said that eight-year-old King Alfonso VIII just lost his tooth and his mother, Queen Maria Cristina, commissioned Coloma to write him a story of what to do. Aww. Um, the story basically featured the little king. Mm-hmm. Uh, king Al- Alfonso, little boy, was in it, in the story. Um, oh. It featured the king, but it followed the story of Raton Perez, um, <laughs> who lived in a cookie tin in the basement of a bakery in Madrid, a real place. Like, Coloma, like, set it in a real location. Um and at night, he would traverse through the pipes mm-hmm. to collect the teeth of children in the city. And the story was uh, written by Coloma was officially honored by the City Council of Madrid in 2003 when they issued a plaque on the facade of the building Aww. that supposedly Raton Perez lived. That's Like cute. the actual place that Coloma referenced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the plaque reads, here lived in a box of cookies at Prast Confectionery Store. Raton Perez. According to the story that the father Coloma wrote for the child king Alfonso VIII, and there's a little bronze statue inside of the confectionery store as well. That's it's like so it's not a, it's not a, a bakery anymore, but it used yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, I think they said it's an office building now, but they actually That's have like a statue inside, yeah. and that outside there's like an actual plaque. That's that says so adorable. That. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. Like talk about encouraging childlike wonder yeah mm-hmm. it's so sweet mm-hmm. um, just yeah sweet way to comfort the kid you yeah know? i just think it's like really cute and mm-hmm. i like that she like commissioned an actual author to like write this little story yeah and then it actually clicked enough that it became it became a big thing. international yeah. enough that other like it, that it's common in mexico as well yeah um and then i saw this little thing i saw um that in argentina specifically the teeth are left in a cup of water Oh. And I thought, the hell? That's, that's what, what I did. You did. But I don't know why I did it, but that's what I did. Um, and then a little mouse would drink all the water and leave a gift behind in the empty glass. Did I hope they didn't drink the tooth. tooth. But I feel like they'd choke. It's not a, I don't yeah. know how big the mouse is. A big mouse. Um, I'll post a, a picture of like what the raton bed is. <laughs> what, does, what does he do with the teeth? I don't know. They don't say. Okay. Um, but... I mean, but then again, in tooth fairy folklore, they don't say what she does with them either. That's Your true. mom just decided she builds a fucking castle. And yeah. in the Guardian's books, they decided that she keeps them for the children's memories. But there's no, like, reason. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucking weird. I don't know why my mom said, let's build a castle. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of love that for her. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how to say this, so I'm just going to talk about the last one. Uh, this will end here okay. for you. But in Finland, there's um, something called a tooth troll. Nice. I think it's pronounced Hamaspeko. Gotta pay the tooth troll. <sighs> the tooth troll? <laughs> to see the tooth troll, you gotta pay the tooth troll. And the, tr- <laughs> the toll troll is a tooth. tooth. <laughs> I think it's called Hamaspeko, but I'm not sure. 
Um, but it's more of a metaphor. This one is described as more of a metaphorical device than a character itself. Okay. Um, basically, children are taught that tooth trolls are drawn to the scent of tooth decay. And if you eat too much candy or don't take care of your teeth, the trolls will come into your room at night and drill your teeth up and make them look ugly and scary. <gasps> and so it was a device at which to scare them into brushing their teeth. Oh, my God. I don't like that. Isn't that fucked up? <laughs> that, would, that would scare me into brushing my yeah? teeth. <laughs> I feel like we should bring this back. Because <laughs> I've seen some shit in my job. Oh, no. Yeah. I would never sleep again. Um, my favorite part, too, is that uh, largely... Across all sources, it is unclear whether or not it is one troll or more than one that come attack you. <laughs> you could just get, just get attacked like by, like, trolls. seven Yeah, I trolls. like the idea that it's, like, a fucking ambush of, like, hella <laughs> trolls and they're all coming in they're, and just, like, all just, fucking you up. They all sniff it at once and come running. Uh, like, uh, see, that reminds me of... Uh, the Yule Lads yeah. so much. I, no, I was literally going to say, like, this feels like it's like the extra Yule Lad that got yeah. left out, you know? <laughs> He's their cousin. Yeah. He's their the cousin. Troll. The Gross. troll who drills out teeth. I just hate that they're attracted to the smell of the teeth. Yeah. That makes Tooth me... Tooth decay does not smell good. I'll that, tell you that right that now. That makes me uncomfortable, that part of it. The drilling, yeah. I couldn't... It's fine. The, the attraction to the scent? Yeah. No. This is unrelated, and I didn't have it in my notes, but now I just feel like I need to bring it up. Um, I'm, you might know this, because I might have told you before, hmm. but um, the AAPD, or the American Association for Pediatric Dentistry, <laughs> they have mascots that are, l- like, literally, they are cavities, or they're, they're um, the tooth monsters. Hmm. They're adorable. Yeah. But they're in they're an educational device that they came up with. I have a plushie of one. Yeah. Um, and there's three of them. And you can look them up on the AAPD website. They're super cute. Um, but they're each to represent different issues that children face with um dental hygiene. Mm-hmm. And one of them is it's it's referencing ginger vitus, but her name is ginger bite us. And they're like people. Yeah. And then I, I have tooth DK. It's tooth, the letter D dot, the letter K dot. Yeah. I have tooth DK. Um, and he is a tooth with DK a crown, crown, like, on his head. But it's mm-hmm. in reference to a tooth that was decayed and had a crown put on. Oh. Which is interesting. And then there's also um, Tartar the Terrible. And he's, like, a pirate. And he's um, in talking about, like, the issues yeah. with Tartar buildup. And I just think, like, that's kind of cute and, like, interesting new thing that yeah. has come into the world um, thanks to AAPD, which is a, a, actually, like, a good a good thing. <laughs> it's not like we're going to drill out your teeth yeah, while you're sweet. And there's, like, a on the website you can, like, read about, like, things you can do with them to, like, help your kids learn about it. And it's really cool. Oh, nice. Um, I just have a plushie of it because I went to their convention last year and I was like, I want this. It's fun. Yeah. Um, it was like a donation thing, but, um, super fun and cool. And it turned out to be not a very macabre episode, but, um, I just find teeth to be very interesting. I think that that last part was macabre enough. Oh, the troll? Yeah. Yeah. That part's gross. I think that counts. Yeah. I think like dental hygiene is or teeth in general are scary and so i think that's why i I included it in our podcast so yeah this was one of the first things i i put on my list i know mine was a bit of a departure as well so this this will be just like a little bit of a departure week we have to um 
two weeks remember two weeks that's right yeah you guys get them two weeks but we record them in the same day (laughs) because of who we are as people yeah um yeah i i think every once in a while like last week was pretty intense yeah i think so maybe we needed a little mental break yeah i think (laughs) yours last week was a little intense mine the week before was a little Mm -hmm. intense this is a like mine from mine from last week was you know cozy and lighthearted, and now they'll have this one which is holly's a little struggling bit... to say the right week i know i'm really <laughs> i'm trying really hard <laughs> because as we're recording this tomorrow my episode about peter blagojevic will come out yeah that's oh that's right okay so they haven't haven't gotten it yet. as of well, us by recording the it but by the time they listen it. to it it'll have been two weeks yeah. later yeah my time frame for things is um i have like a really hard time telling time and like feeling the passage of time yeah and generally knowing what day it is yeah or feeling in my body what month it is mm-hmm. so it's yeah. the other day i told my mom i was 22 I'm not 22. I have not been 22 for for three years. Mm -hmm. I don't know how old I am. Get it together. I literally don't know. Well, we know where you're stuck at. Apparently. My, I think it's because I want to reclaim some bad things that happen. I was just going to say, this is something that my therapist talked to me about. She was like, sometimes people get stuck at certain ages where they, like, experience trauma. And so, like... So, like, maybe at 22, you experience some things that you got a little stuck at. We don't need to talk about it. It's fine. <laughs> no, I've talked about it on the pod. Stupid yeah. X. It's fine. Stupid. Uh. <laughs> I'm stuck probably. Or the fact that three years ago was 2020, so. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's fair. I'm also, I'm stuck probably before the age of 22 right now, so, you know. You're at least ahead of me. Yeah. <laughs> ironically around the time when i was able to drink yeah (laughs) i don't have a drinking problem i have other problems (laughs) anyways anyway um, what are you putting in your in my cabinet i'm going to put a a, a jar that i have yet to locate that is full of not only my teeth but also um my little brother duke's teeth and also my older brother daniel's teeth um and i'd like to add that in that box with all of those teeth that my mom has is also um Duke's teeth that he had removed surgically because he had a lot of dental work done as a child. So there's like metal and stuff. So I'm nice. really excited. Excellent. I just don't have a good jar for it yet. Yeah. Okay. So you're having you're having lots of teeth in a jar. My only like my teeth. Yeah. And Daniel and Duke's teeth. I would put just a single one of one of my teeth in like a velvet box that like opens up, you oh, know, so that it's that's like sexy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would do. Uh, TikToker Ghost Honey, you know him. Yeah. Uh, he has his husband's teeth in a box under his bed that's terrifying (laughs) i I guess it's their bed they're married but (laughs) i that that feels that feels ominous to be sleeping over top of he also has um he posted recently about it it made me laugh he has his his husband was really into vacuum sealing stuff for a while Mm. and he has a pair of flip-flops in there that are vacuum sealed i get it i love vacuum sealing yeah yeah well that's uh that was that was a really weird cursed episode yeah for no fucking reason i love it and i'm happy <laughs> <laughs> so you're welcome 
um, yeah, rate, review, and uh, if subscribe. Want, if you want, you know, leave us some comments about about how you feel about teeth and the fact or, that we ooh, mentioned them. 5 I want to know, times. like, how much money? Uh, comment on our Instagram how, how, much, how money? much money you got from a tooth, like yeah. when you gave your teeth, or if you got like something else. Because like I got like random dollar store toys. That's so weird to me. Yeah. Or like if if your mom also told you that that your yeah, tooth fairy had a gender, or if that it built a castle out of all the teeth. Were you threatened by the tooth fairy? Were you threatened <laughs> by a tooth troll? If you were threatened by a tooth troll, I'm I so sorry. Legitimately need to know about it. I'm so sorry if you were. Yeah, I I yeah. Oh um. Our Instagram handle is the Macabcast Pod, and you can also email us suggestions at the Macabcast Pod at yeah. gmail.com. Suggestions or tell us about your teeth. Yeah, actually, yeah. please tell me more. Yeah, we're we're invested in this now. Um. <laughs> hey, maybe we'll have a follow up episode about all the different weird fucked up things that their our parents told us, and yeah. we'll just we'll, the weird lies. about the teeth. We'll just have an episode where I just tell everyone what all the, you know, reviews we got back yeah. about it. The problem with, with, like, parent lies when you're children is that you never know that it's a weird lie to tell to until be you told sell, until... Like, what? I yeah. don't know. I just, some, something weird just happened with my mouth. Until you I, tell someone else, and yeah. then they're like, that was kind of fucked up, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. whoops. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I hope we get some... Please, please tell me now. Like, I actually really want to know. I need to know how how your teeth were handled. (laughs) All right. Um. All right. Let's end it there. But yeah, rate, review, subscribe, send us messages, and what was in your cabinet. (laughs) Good night.